When you listen to Beck and Soda, imagine being at a selected fringe show with an extra 25% off in your pocket thanks to your Bank SA card. TNCs and exclusions apply. Full TNCs at banksa.com.au. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning, South Australia. Good morning, Soda. Oh, good morning, Beck. I expected, uh, given what we've been talking about uh, last night and also this morning before the show, you'd be wearing a bikini and I'll be in my board shorts. I know. Hot. Little heat wave. Well, it's funny because we have a little pre-show meeting. This is just to give you a bit of an idea, everyone getting up and about this morning. We have a little pre-show meeting. We talk about what's coming up in the day and everything that's exciting. The Guard of Unearthly Delights oh, is opening yes. tonight. And we're going, whoa, this yeah. is going to be awesome. <laughs> and then our boss, Flack, who's a ripper. He's across everything. One of the most hands-on bosses oh, I've ever seen in my life. Right? sucking no, up I'm to saying, the boss. Yeah. You know what? Because he cares about his, his team and everything, which I love. Anyway, he goes, did you guys watch the news last night? <laughs> And I went, well, yeah, I actually worked on it, but I didn't hear anything. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know anything that goes on before or after sport. And he said, did you hear what Amelia Mulcahy said? <laughs> and we went, well, not really. And so this is what it is. The temperature isn't likely to dip below the mid-20s overnight. Then we're going for a top of 38 degrees in the city tomorrow. To put that in perspective, we haven't seen a top of 38 degrees or higher in Adelaide in February since 2018. Let that one settle in. Thanks, Amelia. We will. And it certainly settled in for our boss, Flack, because he goes, Wow, what a weather record. It's going to be a record heat wave tomorrow. We've gone amazing. And then funny, we were just listening to that and we just went, Isn't that amazing? It hasn't been that hot in five years. Five years is not a real It's not amazing. Back in the record books. It's actually not amazing at we all. We just love a weather stat. We love to be able to quote, did you hear this? But it, five years is five, five not years like ago. since oh, no. It has not been that hot. He's got his sad face on now. Adelaide, just so you know, brace yourself. We are in a once in a generation heat wave. This has not happened today since 2018. SAFM's Beck and Soda. You will find out about me, uh, Soda, that mm. I I have a bit of um, inner hippie in me. Oh, right. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Um, let me say that the, you are coming right into my wheelhouse, my friend. Yeah. Wheelhouse was the word I was looking for. Uh, because <laughs> coming into I, what? My wheelhouse. <laughs> no, no. That's no. something a little different. That was back from that bloke from Murray Bridge. Right. Let's get to know each other a little better before we do that. The bloke from Murray Bridge who's looking for love we were talking about before. Keep I think going. He likes to invite people into yes. his wheelhouse, yes. which is why there is right. a problem. That's enough. You're right in my wheelhouse because my sister Rachel, who you met the other night at a, at a theatre that you ran into, um, conveniently, she does a little bit of um, palm reading. She gets the cards out. She does a bit of Reiki and yeah. general healing. So I think that's something that you seem to be interested in. Maybe I can um, book in with her. Well, you could. Ooh. I feel like I've got enough soda stream in my life right now, though. I feel like I'm a peak soda stream. Apparently there's never enough. <laughs> <laughs> because I like, So yesterday, yes. um, I went and um, had my, I had a treatment called Access Bars and I had my Energy bars unblocked. Okay, now come on, a little more. Where, okay. where, is, so where and what is your energy bar? Basically, <laughs> in my head. What? So basically, right. you have. I think it take. I think it took about forty-five. I fell asleep at one point. I woke up mm-hmm. with a snore, which is always mm-hmm. embarrassing. A snort. Mm. Um, basically, they just touch certain pressure points on your head right. for a certain amount of time, and it and it releases your energy. But they also do. A reading based right. on they can they can feel your energy and where your problems yes. were. So, I had this really weird sensation during the whole process mm. of like really um, needing to swallow. Like my throat felt very tight and congested, and I needed to swallow. 
and I also had um, a ringing sensation in my ears. So I described that to Tanya. Yes. My well-being. Was Tanya wearing consultant. a mask? Uh, is my what? breath bad? <laughs> no, no. I was just wondering, like, because you're tingling in your head. I don't know whether she was a bandit and was just taking money. No, uh, right. Tanya's legit. Okay. Anyway, so then I, she said, "What were you feeling while I was unlocking these energy blockages in your head and body? In my head and body." Mm. And I said, I, "I had this tightening in my throat, mm. and, she, and and a ringing." And she said, "That means that you're not." being heard or being able to speak your truth. Right. And you in turn um, are not listening to other people, hence the ringing in my ears. So well, I would like you, Soda, as my co-host to to listen and, he- and hear me more. Mm. Can you do now, that you for me? just said two things. One is that you're not getting the chance to be heard. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got a microphone from I, six to nine know, every I morning. I know, I thought right? that was unusual. And then the other one is saying you're not listening. Pardon, sorry. Do we have another song we can <laughs> oh, play? Oh, God. Mate. You do not need to pay tenure for me to tell you that. <laughs> do not listen to anything. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Do you know sometimes uh, hobbies and little pastimes can just make you relax and reflect a little bit and enjoy the stress and the tension of the day removing them, yeah, right? Okay. So last night I got home after having dinner with a couple of friends and I look over and on the dining room table there, there's a little box of Lego mm-hmm. and it's of a Ferrari. Okay. Right, and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, what, what is that box still there? And it's, it's half open. And I'm thinking, hang on, that was a Christmas present for Felix. And I remember on Christmas Day, because it's a little two-part kit, right? Yeah. So you do little book one, as their little parents would know, have yeah. got it. And then once you sort of get half the car done, you then open up little book two and you get yeah. the extra plastic packets and then you complete the car. And how old's Felix? Felix is 10. Okay. Right, so I'm sitting there and looking on the table and I thought, I don't reckon we finished that Ferrari. We started it on December 25 and we're up to February already and it hasn't been completed. So I thought before I go to bed, I might just open up the box and have a look. And then I thought, oh, you know what, I may just open up the little packet, packet number two, and then I'll have a look at the instructions. So for the next 20 minutes, I finished the Ferrari. No. And I'll tell you what, I felt fantastic. No. And I'm thinking, oh, it's getting a little late. I know I've got to get up at 4.30. And then I thought to myself, I really feel good. It was a stress release and it looked bloody fantastic. So, and then I thought, I reckon in his bedroom, there's a couple of more boxes that he got for Christmas that he hasn't done. They're his boxes. That's why they're in his room, in the child's room. Which is a very good point. So I tiptoed down to his room and I went down there and I thought, right. And I remembered just on the toy box there, there's another box. So I went over and grabbed the, uh, the beautiful Chev Corvette Speed Champions and I opened that up. 50 minutes later, I'd finish that. It's getting to after 11 o'clock at night, and I've got these two beautiful sports cars sitting there, and I thought, this is just wonderful. I felt empowered, and I felt relaxed. And then I looked over to the big table that's in the lounge room. You didn't do a jigsaw, did you? No, I An looked over. colouring book? This is where six-year-old Otis has his entire Lego collection. <laughs> And I look over at his Lego City construction set, and I thought, that's pretty impressive. I remember building that with him. And then I looked a little closer, and then to my horror, Batman is actually driving the crane. And I'm thinking, Batman doesn't belong in the crane. For God's sake, Otis, what's going on with your mind? So I went over. He's a child. He's playing. He's expressing himself in the crane. I took Batman out of the crane because he doesn't belong in the crane, Rebecca. And then I had to spend another 20 minutes looking for the bloody Batmobile so I could put Batman back in there. And then I thought, right, I can go to bed. And just as I was about to walk off, I've gone... 
Jesus Christ, the Green Goblin isn't a fireman. Get him out of the truck. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Four more sleeps till we get a bus to the Riverland on Monday night. I cannot wait. Well, there's no more sleeps to actually go to the Garden of Unearthly Delights tonight. That is going to open up. It is going to be an absolute <sighs> And cracker. a balmy night. I like Beautiful. being in the garden when it's warm. It's going to be the hottest February day in <laughs> five years. <laughs> it's amazing, as we discovered a little earlier in the show. Fine away. What a Rewrite the record books. <laughs> so it's going to be a huge night tonight, yes. but it'll also be massive this Monday. SAFM's Beck and Soda are taking the laughs to the locals. I think it's hard for us city slickers here in Adelaide if we haven't made that journey to the Riverland yet to really understand what they're going through. So let's take the best of the Garden of Unearthly Delights to the Riverland. The head gardener herself. Good morning, Michelle Buxton. We are hoping we can give everyone one night off and have one good night of all-round fun. Bordeaux vineyard up there. Thank you very much for taking the time and thinking of the morale and everyone up in the Riverland. Well done on this. This is a great initiative by you guys and we weren't clever enough to think about it over at Triple M. <laughs> now, Ben is from the Renmark North Cricket Club. You guys probably couldn't have timed it better coming down and coming to help us out. Hopefully be pretty busy behind the barbie. Barb and Jeff run the Kingston on Murray Caravan Park. Barb, how are you feeling? Very, very lost and stressed and it just looks like, you know, some of those horror shows where all the ground is black and cracked but yet it's spongy. It's just... Horrible. John Mannion is a wonderful man. He is the CEO of Breakthrough Mental Health Research Foundation. Thanks to you guys and, and the fact that you wanted to raise this profile, our want and wishes to actually look at this over the next two to three years. That one night of, of laughs actually will be really empowering and really supportive. Jared Chaddock joins us on the line. He is the boss of West End. The Riverland is a heartland for us. This is about the community. We have been able to pull together $50,000 for this program. What? We cannot thank you enough. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Beck. Thanks, Soda. Cheers, Weston. It's Beck and Soda's Riverland Garden Party. Yeah, cannot wait. That $50,000 that Jared talked about, and along with what John Mannion said there, there's some great money that we've been able to put together so that we can run probably, it looks like, a three-year mental health program to look after everyone in the Riverland right across the board. So. It's not just about the one night on Monday. And targeted programs as well um, to target men and women's different needs and also how to support your friends if you're worried about them. A whole lot of different programs that we'll be able to run at the same time. So we'll kick it off Monday night and then the program will run over a number of years. Thank you to everyone that's got involved. Any corporates out there that want to get involved and have this really strong affinity with the Riverland, you want to help some people out, please give us a buzz. Uh, But also, if you want to go on Monday night, you've got to get tickets. Mm. They're free. safm.com.au. Make sure you register. They are going fast. We're expecting a massive crowd at Renmark Oval. It's going to be an absolute ripping evening. Mm. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Stay cool, everybody. Oh, my gosh. Look at these trending topics. Soda, you learned on our first show yes. together when we had Kyle Chalmers in the studio. We did. And we gave him a little tattoo. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Kyle is well, the swimming superstar, the Olympic gold medalist. is absolutely covered. And we had the opportunity to put a little essay onto his map of Australia. Mm. Which sounds very weird. It but does. Not a um, euphemism. No. Uh, and then you discovered about me that I have a tramp stamp. Yeah. it's Well, it's in that spot just above the buttocks. And what is it? Is it James's it's a, initial? It's a, it's a J and he's got a B. We got it a long time ago. And when I got it, I didn't know it was mm. called a tramp stamp. I didn't know that it was considered a little tacky, what, to be honest. What was the feeling behind that? Was it connectivity? Was it was. It, we got uh, it on our honeymoon. Right. 
Yeah. yeah, anyway. It looks like you went into a local penitentiary and a bloke did it with Indian ink and a needle. It's, I'm not. The font is terrible. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I have been vindicated. Why is because that? Because J-Lo... And Ben Affleck, mm. known together collectively as Benefer. Yes, they are. They've now got tattoos of each other's initials on their body. Brilliant. Did J-Lo go them. for the same location as you? No, Just above the old of, butt crack? No, she got... Tell you what, lucky you're not a plumber. <laughs> because every time yeah. you go and do a little bit of work, everyone will walk in and go, right, what's that she's weird looking a, J-Lo? She's got it under her, under her breast and it looks a lot sexier than my... What has J-Lo got? Jay. She's got like an infinity sign with an arrow through it and no. she's got jam. Anyway, they're, right. they're in love. Someone who's not so lucky in love is mm. a bloke from Murray Bridge who's taken to his local chat. This is thanks to S-H-I-T Adelaide. He's looking for a woman and he's got some problems. Right. He can't find a woman and he's asking where should I go. He says he should mention there's a slight problem with him. He's a drug pig. What, what he mean? says I like I'm a quality bloke. I just love drugs. Oh, right, so right. there's a bit of a strike against that's, your name in the first yeah, place. It'll be mate. Essentially a turn off. Yeah, that's well, an also you may be red flagging the cops yes. to come around and check what you're doing. Well, mate. the other good thing is honesty must be really high in his he's value honest. system though, because he's more okay. than comfortable to share that. But another reason he needs someone to share his life with is he's had a couple of tough days. Yep. My boy Dog Fing, the golden one. What? He killed my other boy. What? Cuddles day before yesterday. Come home, boom. Oh, no. Cuddles is dead. Dogfing is happy as. What's Dogfing? His dog. What's its name? It's another dog. Dogfing, the dog, has killed Cuddles, his other dog. So not only has he admitted a drug problem, he's telling women or, or men, depending yeah. on what he's interested in, that he has a murderous dog in his house. Oh. Why are you even talking about this on radio? <laughs> because, Honestly, because why, why are we talking about... How, how do you think... I feel like I need to talk to him about perhaps what you need to put forward to the universe if you want to pick up a woman and, and, and that your dogs are killing each other is probably not the thing that you use. So he's trying but to find love. He's trying to find oh, love and okay. he's got a murderous dog in his house. I'm not even sure what's happened in the last three <laughs> minutes and 15 seconds. Well, <laughs> Where are we going? Are we trying to find this man? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. No, no, we're not. What's we're his not. name? What's his name? His name's been blanked out. I'm just no, telling we are you not. what 13, to do. If you're not what to do. Give us a call if you'd like <laughs> no. to date the bloke whose dogs go nuts and what he and, and he's got it. He's a drug. No, we're not. We is is anyone that. okay <laughs> you to talk about this on air? <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. When you just said you're waiting to see if netball's cancelled, why did you do a little fist pump? I want netball to be cancelled because oh, I want to go to the beach. It'll <laughs> be too high. It'll be. God, let your kids Two and a half hours on Anzac Highway in let this heat. Let them no, play. They can develop some really nice oh, uh, yeah. resilience by playing in the heat. Rightio, and probably even the chance for some dehydration. Um, speaking of um, potential issues, uh, Beck. Are you still COVID conscious? Do you think about COVID at the moment? Probably not as much as I should. Like it used to be you'd see a crowd of people together and you'd go, oh my God, that's a super spreader. And now you don't even think about socially distancing yourself, which I know you're supposed to still. A little bit of advice from SA Health, uh, a warning in fact, saying that we are going to go through another COVID wave around about mid-March, which is mad March. Mm. It's going to be at its peak, perhaps 1,100 cases a day. I'd actually, to be honest... I just stopped thinking about COVID full stop. You, well, you're hugging people again. I mean, you're hugging me every day. It's a bit too much, to be honest. Um, how many times have you been jabbed? Three. Right, me too. Mm. Did you know that uh, Professor Nicola Spurrier, who essentially was part of my family because I saw her about four times a day on yeah. TV, mm. I haven't seen her for ages, but she's still out and about doing her thing. She was saying that Monday the next round of doses is available. So for most people, that'll be their fourth. Mm. Um, and for those that are immunocompromised, it would be their fifth. 
Yeah, that's a lot of jabs. It's pretty remarkable, isn't it? I, I don't, I'd even thought that, well, I don't even need to be jabbed again for the rest of my life. Oh. I didn't even consider it. You're an anti-vaxxer? No, not at all, because I've got three of them. But what I'm saying is I just... <laughs> You're still reading sport. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Sorry. a very good point. A um, little unfair, but anyway. Yeah. Um, but my situation is I look at it and I go, I'd, I'd stopped thinking about it, right? But... Nicola has also come out now yeah. and the warning about obviously Mad March and everything happening and people are out in the parklands and the Garden of Unearthly Delights opens. She has issued a warning not to touch bats in the parklands. I'm serious. Who's touching bats I'm in the parklands? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> Who's touching bats in the parklands? I don't know whether you're climbing up those big trees <laughs> in Plain Tree Drive in near the Botanical yeah, Gardens yeah, yeah. and you're trying to get up and touch a bat. I've never seen a bat close enough in the parklands to touch it. And I don't think anyone is, but I don't understand why SA Health are putting out that warning, oh, don't touch your bats. Better to be safe than sorry. Because mm. remember Nicola said this. Duck and just do not touch that ball. <laughs> so you can't touch your bat, you can't touch your ball, you oh. may as well go home. Nicola, what are we allowed to touch? Ridiculous. It's some wonderful advice from Nicola. Good on you, Nicola. And then it got me thinking, what's that sort of advice that you got from your parents? Right? Mm. And then, like Nicola, don't touch your bats. Okay, what else? Don't swallow chewing gum. Oh, right. yeah. It'll take seven years to digest. Oh, yes. Do you remember and that? Your insides will get sticky. Absolutely. What else did you Someone told me that, not that, you, not that I would have ever done this anyway, but that if you eat on the toilet at the same time as you're pooing, you yep. could die. What? Because your digestive system can't um, digest and expel at the same time. It just shuts down and you die. <laughs> you, can't, you can't physically multitask. No, yeah. your body can't. Your body. And Is I that believe right? that. And so I've never eaten a sandwich on the toilet mm. since. What about this old chestnut? Mm. Do not swim for half an hour after you've eaten. I still tell my kids that. I thought yeah. it was real. Well, I thought it was real because I thought, well, if all the blood flow is going to your stomach to digest, maybe the oxygen won't get around to the rest of your body. So if you go to swim, you might suffocate. No, my mum told me yeah. that you could um, vomit up a bit of your food and mm. choke while you're swimming. Jesus. I still how, believe how it. How rogue did you feel when you swam oh, under 30 minutes? Naughty. No, yeah. you know what's even better? Yeah. When you're in the pool eating <laughs> at the same time and you go and cop that mum. This is like flipping the bird to your mum and you're sitting there having a little <laughs> sausage right. roll okay. or something while you're in there. 131060. Mm. Give us a buzz. What was the little bit of advice that your parents told you? Do not what? Kelly messaged in and said maybe it's the bats are falling out of the trees because in the heat and it's not to pick up an injured bat. Thank that you, might Kelly. Be an option. I, I must say I hadn't considered that, but it's <laughs> yeah. probably legitimate because it's going to be 38 degrees today. So watch out for collapsing bats as well and do not touch them. <laughs> Amy from Christie's Beach. Okay, so we're asking what advice were you given back in the day from your parents about not what not to do that you believed? What is it, Amy? So I used to speak in a funny voice when I was younger and my dad always used to say to me that if the wind changed, my voice would stay like that forever. Oh, I knew the face one, but I haven't heard yeah. the voice one. Okay. Yeah, and I've believed it for ages. Well, Amy, you better roll the voice out. Tell go. us. Uh, it was a show called The Teletubbies and they used to think, like, hello, like, oh, <laughs> in a funny voice. Yeah. Amy, Come on, can you please do it now? That was her trying to do it. Come on. <laughs> I can't remember what they used to say. Um, let me try and think. Hold um, on. Come on, Amy. I can do, I can do a stitch voice. Hi, my name is Stitch, and this is my father, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Okay, we'll give you an A for effort. <laughs> Brooke and Christie's down. What did your mum tell you not to do? Um, my mum used to tell me not to French kiss boys, otherwise I'd get pregnant. 
And I actually believed her up until I was about 15 years old. Brooke? <laughs> oh, I like your mum. That's, um, that's what I tell my husband. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 13, 10, 60, give us a call this morning. <laughs> I will be rolling that out to seven-year-old Sienna when I pick her up from school today, and I'll be telling her that for the next yeah. 35 years. Um, yeah, no, I told um, Grace that you get cold sores from kissing boys as well. <laughs> Nadine and Aberfoyle Park, what was it that you were told? Okay, so my mum told us if we lied, we'd get pimples on our tongue. Like those, you know, those oh, bumps in the back of your tongue? Oh. You know, it wasn't really awesome because, you know, like <laughs> pretty no, naive no child. Ulcers. But, um, <laughs> oh, ulcers. <laughs> no, it's not awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Thank yeah, I reckon you. I was told that as well. Yeah. Uh, do you know another one I remember my dad always saying, I just thought of it then as we were saying these, was when we were driving along in the car as kids, he said, we can't turn the interior light on because you always want the light on. Mm. He'd say, because it's illegal. We'll get arrested. Oh, yeah. Mm. I remember that one all the time. <laughs> and do and you know what? Even now with my kids at night time, we say, Dad, I want to see this. I go, you can't turn the light on, mate. You get locked up. Mm. <laughs> Melissa from Lewiston. Uh, what did your mum or dad say? Don't what? Uh, we were told not to sit too close to the television or we'd go blind. <laughs> yes. Or get yeah. square eyes. Yeah. Square eyes too. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, no, that's one. another The old cracker. go blind one. That's why Soda wears glasses. Mm. Um, Danine in Wallaroo, what were you told not to do? Good morning, guys. Uh, my mum always told me not to pick my nose or my head would cave in. Pick <laughs> 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 your brains out, you know. Do you know, I want you to tell me, Beck, right, when no one's around, perhaps if you're driving in your car or your home, you ever stick your finger in and just get a really good pick? Yeah. <laughs> really? You know, the sometimes, tissue, you can't, you know, you can't sometimes feel where they are. <laughs> when you get right in there and you can feel a dry one, particularly if you've sort of had a oh, whole day where you okay. can't and they've built up and you grab it and it starts coming out and it feels like it's attached to your brain <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the enjoyment mm. and the absolute, I think, glee when you pull it and it becomes out. That's, an, yeah. that's yeah. another phoner for another day, the simple pleasures And then you life. look to the right and someone's staring at you. <laughs> Picking a winner. Okay, Michelle, stop the right here. Uh, what were you told, don't what, when you were growing up? Uh, I was never allowed to have ice cream before bed because it gives you nightmares. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. I know, and I believed it for a little while, and then I'm thinking, but hey, hold on, like, what? and my mum used to have ice cream all the time, so I was thinking, well, what's the difference between me and you? And now with my kids, it's the same story. No ice cream before bed; it'll give you nightmares. Well played, yeah. beautiful. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. We'll drop you off at school in a Ferrari, a Lambo or a Rolls, Benz or Bugatti or a fire engine. I don't know, whatever you want. Beck and Soda's Deluxe Drop-Off. All right, we've had hundreds of kidlets or their parents or guardians register for the Deluxe Drop-Off. It's number Three, yes, three? absolutely. We've had uh, we have a McLaren. We've also had the Lamborghini mm. get out and about. I think we went out to Woodcroft College. We've been to Edwardstown Primary right. School. Let's, let's make another kid's you dream do it? come true. If let's you've registered, get right. by the Where phone the now. Put it in. Here we go. Ring it up. Yep. There we go. There it is. Hello. Hi, is that Sarah? Yes, it's Sarah. Sarah, it's Beck and Soda from SAFM. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. Uh, is Nicholas there? Would you mind popping him on for us? Um, he is. I'll just get him for you. Hello. G'day, Nick. How are you, mate? 
Hello, how are you? Good. It's um, Beck and Soda here. We're from SAFM. I'm not sure if you listen in. Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good start. <laughs> Nick, what sort of cars do you like? Uh, I like McLarens and Ferraris. Oh, expensive taste. Have you had a look at any of them um, in real life? Uh, yeah, I went to um, Zagami two years ago, but I wasn't able to go in any of the cars. Right. But I really wanted to. Right. So you love you love your McLarens, you love your Ferraris. Well, and you entered for our deluxe drop-off, no doubt. Did you get mum or dad to do it? How'd you do it? Um, well, my mum suggested it to me, mm. and we both registered on it um, a couple of days ago. Well, Nick, we have some good news for you. Yeah. You are our winner for this week. You are turning up to school in a luxury car on Friday. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> Mate, how good? Really good. Hey, Nick, what school do you go to? Um, Gleeson College. Right. And what year level? Um, seven. Hey, tell us, who's your best friends at school? Ivan and Alan. So Ivan and Alan, well, they're going to watch you. I reckon we might have a chat to the guys at Zagami's and see if we can get you in a McLaren, maybe. Ooh. Would you love to turn up in that? Yeah. Do you know how to get into one? Do you know how to open those doors? Yeah. No. Oh, right <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, sorry, Nick. <laughs> all right. Well, well done, Nick. We can't wait to see all the pictures of you rocking up to Gleeson College in Golden Grove in hopefully a McLaren. Thank you. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Right. This is what's been happening in terms of the comedy side of the evening. SAFM's Beck and Soda are taking the laughs to the locals. Well, Beck's so excited that we are taking the garden of unearthly delights to the Riverland. Not a great time for them to be making the journey to Adelaide, so we're going to take it to them. And what we need is some selfless, very funny and very talented people to join us and have some fun. One of them is the wonderful Harley Breen. He's on the line. Thank you for coming along with us. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. I'm definitely a lifesaver. You know, there's there's doctors, there's SES, fireys and then comedians. You know, without <laughs> Us, how could people survive? We are taking the last of the locals and you kind of imply that I should be benched. The point is, Beck, a lot of funny people on the stage and if we've got to get up in between, we've got to keep the vibe going. I once said something during an interview with a comedian and he put my gag in his show and got some good laughs. He did. He did. Like. His name is Michael Schaefer. He's a very funny comedian and he joins us now. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, guys. I can confirm this is true. Beck wrote a joke for me and it was probably the funniest joke of my show that what? I performed at the Adelaide Fringe last year. I'm going to have to put a writing credit yes. like in the show. I'm in a yes. comedy special. One of the funny people joining us, Dave Thornton, is with us. My issue, Beck, is there's been a little concern yeah. with you landing some of your jokes. Some of my jokes fall a little flat. I dated a ghost once. What? He didn't have very much substance and I could see right through him. <laughs> It was a pretty long run-up, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Beck, bless your cotton socks. You got to the punchline and you thought, if Soda doesn't laugh, I'm going to take the rain. I am definitely going to laugh at this punchline, and that will fill the silence. <laughs> Hasn't the Riverland been through enough? I mean... It's Beck and Soda's Riverland Garden Party. All right, this is where we sit, Beck. Um, you are a funny, intelligent, creative beautiful woman there is no doubt about that what do you want 
occasionally <laughs> some of your jokes fall really, yeah, really flat. Yeah. We are going to make people that have gone through, well, essentially hell on earth up in the Riverland. We want to just try and put a smile on their face yeah. on Monday night. You are going to be up there with me on the stage between yeah. every act with all these so great superstars. You're worried that I'm going to crack one of my dumb jokes and really ruin the mood for everyone. I need you to come up with some gold, right? Okay. So we are looking for some support. 131060, if you love Beck. Yeah. If you've got a fail-safe joke that yeah. always hits the mark, yeah. please, please help us out. We are trying to get the very best comedy writers yeah. in the country mm. to ensure that we do not <laughs> ruin this for the Riverland. <laughs> okay. Dale from Richmond. Good morning, Dale. Uh, good morning, Soda. How you going, mate? I'm absolutely terrific. Dale, do you love Beck? Beck's all right, mate. She goes well. Right. We're here for support. Right. Can you please, Dale, give us something fail-safe? Now, just tell me about this joke first before you tell it. This always gets a laugh? It always gets a laugh. Cats pe- catches people off guard every time. Okay. Is it clean? Because we've got little Be- ears. And that is because it's clean. That's Good why people, people laugh and go, oh, my God, it was clean. Okay, okay Dale, okay. Dale oh, no bitch. pressure, okay. but please do right. not let South Australia down there. No, no, I've got you covered in. Right. Good man. So, uh, Beck, did you hear about the family of sardines that went on a holiday up to the Great Barrier Reef? I did not. Well, they ended up in Cairns. <laughs> Good. Not bad, Dave. Good boy, Davey. Yeah, nice work, Dave. Davey. Uh, Dale, well done. Uh, Not bad. I'll write that one down. Not bad. Uh, What about his delivery? I know. Very, very confident. Um, I'm just having a quick little look at uh, some of these. Now, 131060, give us a buzz if you've you've got one. Um, mm, Right. Anytime soon, you've got one there. Why do cows have hooves instead of feet? Yeah. I don't know. So do why do cows have hooves instead of feet? Because they lack toes. Uh. We are heading up on Monday to the Riverland, Beck. We need some material for you because there's a lot of very comedians and we just make need to make sure you nail it every time you're up there introducing them, okay? Okay, so we've asked for some help on Facebook. I like this one from Jen. How did the butcher introduce his wife? Not sure. Meet Patty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all right. We're looking for your fail-safe gags. That never, ever miss. And Beck's <laughs> going to craft a, well, a little stand-up I to know, do. I know, it's not going to be stand-up. Right. Beck's going to tell gags that. in between all of the Don't comedians to that. try and get us going. Um, Beck, you'll be fine. Trust yourself. Let it go. You'll be right. Hey, here's one. Uh, this is from Matt. He sent in. This is the question. Why did Adele cross the road? Uh, uh, it's got to do with one of her songs. Because she wanted to say... <laughs> No, I don't. No. No, that's what not the no no. no, We can Matt. do better than that. Let's go to the limestone Thanks coast. Thanks along. Gazza, what have you got for me? Gaz. Hello. What do you got, Gaz? Yeah, g'day. How are you? Terrific, buddy. What do you got? Something good? Yeah, it's not too bad. Why no. chicken's so funny? Don't know. I don't know why they're so funny. <laughs> I, I want you to do that. I want you to do that. I am not talking yes. like a chicken. Keep your fantasies out of this. Oh, guys, you are. Do you know what? That is brilliant. That's funny. Yeah, that's good. That is bloody Stupid. funny. Emma, what about this one? What did the fish say when he swam into a wall? I don't know, Soda. What did the fish say when he swam into a wall? Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> No. Oh. Right, no good. All right, this one from Eddie I like. Yep. What do you call a guy with 100 seagulls on his head? Um, bench. <laughs> Cliff. Well, that's not bad. That's, not bad. that's okay. Not bad. That's pretty good. Right, 131060, can you help Beck out? Just give us your fail-safe gag to get her through. Charlie from the southeast. Good morning, Charlie. Hi. How old are you, Charlie? 
Seven. Okay. Oh, you little ripper. Good morning. What do you got for me? Why couldn't the toilet paper cross the road? Why couldn't the, the toilet, toilet paper, paper cross, cross the, road? the road? I don't know, Charlie, why? Because it was stuck in the crack. <laughs> <laughs> Give the kid a show. Oh, Charlie. Can, can we take Charlie to the Riverland? How good is that? SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.